0: Welcome to the Exodus Companies podcast. My name is Jared. I'm the CEO and founder of the Exodus Companies. This is a movement from culture to build community. I've never been a fan of the whole new year, new me movement. I'm fairly certain that the reason it bothers me so much and I find it so laughable is because nobody ever does what they claim they will do. Sure, some people will find a renewed sense of purpose and drive in January of each year, But what happens by the third week of you being this new you? You slip a little and then a lot. And then you go back to the old you because you aren't really a new you. You are you, you. A new calendar year doesn't change who you are, and simply consuming the next motivational podcast will not make you into a better version of yourself. Yes, my podcast is included in that. Look, I hope that from time to time I can offer some encouragement, and maybe you even get a little bit pumped up to get after some goals after listening to our episodes, but I can't be the source of your drive, and neither can anyone else you might follow or listen to. I'm a hypocrite as well because I've fallen into the same traps. I've hit a new year, gotten a new sense of drive, claimed that I would accomplish a host of different objectives, and then I slip back just like all of you. So what is up with this new year, new me mentality? I think several things are at play here, and I do believe that inside each of us, we do desire to be better than we were in previous years, and I think that it is a good thing. I think it is natural to not be satisfied with where you are at in this moment. I believe it's healthy to desire more from your life, so the root of this trend is actually based on some solid principles. But in application, we lack what is needed to actually witness a birth of a new you. Look around at your friends at the beginning of each year. We each inevitably have some new year, new me's in our midst, and how many of them are actually executing on their goals for the year? I did about five minutes of extremely intense research and I found that only around 9 to 12% of people actually keep their New Year's resolutions. And obviously, I can't verify that stat. And to be honest, I feel from my personal experiences and my personal lens that that number is actually really high. If I had to guess, I'd say 1 to 5% actually keep any new year resolutions at all and that is quite the conundrum at hand on one hand it is statistically improbable that you will stick to your new year's resolutions on the other hand you recognize that you need to see growth so what's the move i personally think that starting the year fresh with some objectives and commitments is a great idea notice how i use the word commitment I prefer that word because if I set out on a commitment, it means I don't leave room for excuses. I cannot accept failure because I've stated that I will do this no matter what. I think that is one of the first issues that we are seeing here. The definitions are off base. Look, I'm no dictionary, but when I think of the word goals, it really does seem like it leaves room to quit. If you are having issues sticking to your goals, it's probably good to start by not calling them. Goals. Goals leave too much room for interpretation. Before you know it, you'll have reasons to make excuses for why you can't do something. You'll slowly chisel away away at your goal until you find it acceptable to throw in the towel. I say it because I do this too. How many excuses can we create in our minds? I'm too busy. It was an unrealistic goal anyway. I'm not cut out for that kind of commitment and so on and so on. Culturally, we are set up for failure from the start. We exist in a culture that values immediate gratification, yet these goals are almost always and should be delayed gratification. We commit to eating healthier and the results take more time than we wanted. We commit to being more active, yet... Expect immediate results. We say we want out of debt, but find that, hey, guess what? It's hard, so we quit. How ironic it is is it that a culture so focused on the self-pleasure of immediate gratification would promote this new year, new me attitude and narrative every single year? The same news channels that promoted this unhealthy lifestyle for all of us will spend the first week out of the year discussing their resolutions, yet 30 seconds later go back to programming as normal. A common theme we talk about on this podcast often is the concept that when you are dependent, you are a slave. When you are unhealthy, you are in the control of the drug companies. When you are in debt, you are a slave to your lender. When you are ethically illiterate, you are swayed by the waves of culture and its desires in the moment. When you don't have something larger worth living for, your goals are dust, just waiting to be scattered by the next Gentle Breeze. They are meaningless because you have not rooted them in something that you have believed in all the way to the depths of your core. When I think about the things that I have personally accomplished over the last eight years, they occurred somewhat because of my insanely stubborn resolve and refusal to quit, but also they've come because what I have done is rooted them in the core of my ethos. The very fabric that drives my being drives my commitments. When my commitments align with my purpose, there's power." I want to change the world. I want to be part of something much bigger than myself and I know you do too because you listen to this podcast. This desire to change the world around me is why I created the 7 Fs of culture. It's faith, family, fitness, finance, fulfillment and freedom and fruition and i create my commitments based around these seven ingredients of culture i want to increase my faith i want to provide well and lead well for my family i want to continue to live out of debt to continue to rid my life of debt i want to become financially powerful so the powers that be cannot hold me i want to be fulfilled and i want to be free i want our culture to experience fruition and I find that when I align my commitments to these ingredients, I have a purpose behind the play. This is not simply about something that I would like to achieve. No, this is what I must achieve. I might fail and I know that I will stumble along the way, but it will not be because I decided to quit early and take the path Of least resistance. The culture we exist in takes the path of least resistance every single time. And our culture justifies this by believing that the path of least resistance is prudent and efficient. Why waste time in the unknown? It is why people will work jobs that they hate, they'll eat horrifically unhealthy foods for every single meal in their life, and they don't focus any time at all on their families. Culture tells us that our mere existence is enough and that it's okay to stop when it gets hard. We must build a community that refuses to think like this. We must build a culture and community that doesn't wait until January 1 of each year to do the things that we know that we should be doing all along. Why put off what you know needs to happen now just for the turn of a new year? Why aren't we just executing on the things that we know need to happen today to make us better for tomorrow? None of this is easy. And I'd argue that it's not supposed to be easy. Bettering ourselves is like chiseling and polishing a gem. It might take immense force at times, and sometimes it will take years. Sometimes it might just be a gentle polishing of the systems that we have already created. There are different seasons of refinement that we will experience in our lives. Currently, I'm in a season of intense refinement, and I recognize that I've fallen into these same traps, and because of that, I'm making major changes in my own life as we speak. These are changes that I certainly will discuss as we go further into the podcast. But culture tells you to take the road of least resistance, and they're telling you it is okay to quit because it's hard. You are told that the reason it is so hard is because maybe you've just picked the wrong goal. Culture will tell you that you are perfect the way you are, that you should be comfortable in your own skin. Are you comfortable? If you have any doubt, then you are called to more. It's time to reject culture. It's time to stop the new year, new me games. It's time to ignore the trendy influencers who promote this lifestyle. It's time to get to work all year doing what you know you need to be doing. I'm committed to learning daily. I'm committed to furthering my skills as a servant leader. I'm committed to reaching thousands more people this year, and I'm committed to building a community that reaches all corners of our nation. I cannot accept culture's allowance for quitting i cannot accept culture's belief that i can take a break from my mission my mission is intertwined to the core of who i am that is the defining characteristics of the difference between goals and commitments if i let my commitment slip then a piece of who i am dies i feel the pain of it the shame of it and the guilt i use that to catapult myself forward once again Failure is not the end, but once you fail, you will need to be willing to get back at your commitments and continue onward. We are not suffering a lack of goals. We are suffering a lack of discipline to execute on those goals. New Year, New Me is BS. You are you. You are who you are now. You can become whatever you desire to see yourself as, but it will require a level of drive, focus, and commitment that our culture rejects. Perfect. You've broken out of the mold of this weak culture. Welcome to the Exodus, a community of people determined to pursue excellence and radical cultural change. So set the goals if you must, but understand the difference between goals and commitments. Find the commitments that are intertwined with the core of your being your entire being of who you are. The ones you know make you who you are and who you need to be. Do it for yourself, your family, and your community. Become radically different than average and your influence will grow. This is the perfect opportunity to lead by example and show those around you what it truly means to be set apart. The question is, will you do it or will you fail and accept your failure like the rest of the culture around you? The choice is yours and yours alone. Thank you for listening to the Exodus Companies podcast. Consider supporting us by paying this episode forward. Share this episode with your friends and family. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow our social media pages. Subscribe to our newsletter for inside information, pre-released blogs, and much more. And consider our apparel so you can support what we do. And in return, our apparel will help you speak values and truth in the world around you. Join the Exodus. We will see you in the next episode.